Why don't you put a clamp on that news? When these punks find out that their last hope has gone down the toilet, they're gonna start wasting hostages. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello, and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How was your week? Great so far. Good. Or wait, well, no, I guess not so far. I guess it's the end of the week. Well, wait, it depends if you're one of those people that do you, if do you start if your week? You're, right. If the week starts on yeah. sat- a Sunday or Monday. For me, it starts on Monday, but. Yeah, I guess I technically know. I do like. I change it so what whatever works in my favor in the moment i you know like <laughs> yeah if it, if it's whatever about, like, makes you feel better <laughs> yeah if it's like exercising it. well then i change the start date of the week to fit to make it seem like i i exercise more that week but <laughs> and then i change gotcha. it back the next week so whatever that makes sense it's a good plan sorry i'm moving around as i'm fixing my old lady blanket on me yeah that's Mike and I were talking about freezing in my basement. Basement's you, always you cold. Look, you look like a little old man. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Hey, well, it works out. You know, we're watching TV shows from the 70s, so. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I watch am anything, an old man. Uh, I'm not you watch anything like uh, more current since our last Yeah, so uh, I've watched a lot of show? stuff lately. I mean, people probably think, like, I do nothing but watch TV. And you know what? They're pretty much That's what right. I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I watched so nothing, I, so that's good. Yeah, you made up so for both of us. I watched so on Netflix. I watched a few things. Did you hear about those Fear Street movies? There's like three of them, like no. Fear Street '94, then '78. Oh yes, I think. yeah, yeah. So There's I watched like the first parts two. Or whatever. Yeah, so I did not watch the last part yet. I thought they were fine. Okay. I mean, I am not a, a a horror movie aficionado though, so I know some people right. would be like, "Oh, it's just derivative of this," or just. And I know that, but I still found it enjoyable. Um, I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. I like I don't find horror movies scary. So if there is really a scary one out there, I'd like to know so I could watch it. <laughs> Usually they're yeah. just so like bad. You know what I mean? Some creep me out though more than others. Like Hellraiser, the first time I saw that, that was pretty freaky. No, I don't, I don't think I've seen it. Maybe I've, I've only seen the oh. bad ones. So. <laughs> Or like The Exorcist, that still kind of creeps me out. <laughs> yeah, The Exorcist, like I mean, I was young when I watched that, so yeah, that definitely scarred me. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it would today. I mean, maybe it would. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think what you need to do is do like we tried to do in college, and when they had it at the theater on Halloween, <laughs> and Ooh, my wife nice. made me leave. Yeah. <laughs> she made you leave because she was scared. Yeah. It. Yeah. And it was wow. creepier there. It was it was a hell of a lot creepier because you know that was finally the unedited version. There was like there's like not subliminal cuts, but there's some little things that I don't remember being in the TV version. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, this is freaking worse. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, there was some bad yeah, there's some bad stuff yeah. in there for sure. But I, I I agree with you on that though. Most of the most horror movies are more. I don't want to say campy, but they you just are like yeah okay this is kind of ridiculous. Why is how come the guy yeah. is not dead? Right, this right. last time he fell out of a four-story window, but now he just got <laughs> up and walked away. 
and is walking as slowly as possible as he can towards you and you can't get away, I would have gotten in a car and I'd be in the next state. (laughs) Right. It's always cool when you like, you see the body after they fall off the building or something. And then like the, you take a second look and it's gone, you know? Right. Exactly. They do that every time. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, what, what else? else I, wa- I also watched on Netflix, uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. If you heard about that, Karen nope. Gillan and a bunch no. of other ladies. Um, no, I thought that was very fun. It's got, almost like John Wickish in a way, um, but it's all women. Like, um, but it's badass. No, oh, yeah, but it's but they're also having fun with it. You know what I mean? It's okay. not like super serious, if that makes sense. Uh, is it's it kind of hard? It comedy. To, no, I wouldn't call it a comedy either because okay. there is a lot of people dying. <laughs> okay. But it's not like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Let's put it that way. I, okay. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Did Did your um, wife watch it with you? No. Okay. But what she did watch, and I've watched the first half of the episode. I have not seen the whole thing yet. This was actually something she saw and was interested in, kind of. Um, it's called Surreal Estate on the sci-fi channel. So it's a show where these people work on selling houses that are unsellable because maybe they might be haunted or poltergeists in there. And so they, interesting. They, yeah, they try to fix it. So I'm like halfway through. (laughs) Okay. Let me know. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and I, did I say last time about Bosch? I've watched the last season. I finished the whole thing already. Oh like yeah, two days. Good? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's kind of funny because, like, this is the last season of like la- the final season of Bosch. Okay, but then there's going to be a spinoff with him and his daughter, so it's still like the same guy. I'm like, well, well, you yeah. don't spin off with the same character, but yeah, right, with he's the main gonna, character. Yeah, but he's going to be a PI this time. He's not a cop anymore, I guess. And, Although they, it, they've like, done the, that on other at, shows. At, yeah, the, right. At the end of this show. He, uh, I guess, a spinoff. Archie, you know, Archie Bunker's place was a spinoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, like, at the end, he gets his private art license, and they're like, "Okay, well, this got to be, you know, sent to the FBI for a background check." We'll hear back. He's like, "The FBI." And he was like, surprised by it. I'm like, I would think as a cop, you'd probably know that there's a background check for getting a PI license. <laughs> and I would think as a cop, there'd be some kind of background check too. Well, yeah, there is. I'm sure. Like, he had to have that done. That, but he's, you know, yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, right. It's to add suspicion to the character. Right? Well, in his show, in his career, I guess he's had a lot of problems with the FBI. So, Got not it. like he's a bad guy, but butting heads with right. them. Um, but cool. I feel like there was something else I watched, but I think that's plenty. <laughs> I did watch the, the last episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, oh yeah. So, it, so my I'm gonna I'm gonna give my opinion of it. Did so. you like the big speech? <laughs> No. At the end? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was heartwarming. It was moving, right? But no, it wasn't really. But, um, like, the show itself I thought was, like, mediocre. But I, I did think the last episode was good. And I, I don't want to spoil it, but, like, the upgrade to the suit and stuff I thought was yeah. was kind of cool. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I understand. So now, Well, now you got to move on to Loki. Yes, Loki's next on the on the watch list. Yeah, that one's weird. Yep. Um, so uh, we, I, I look forward to seeing what you have to say about that. And then I was talking to someone last night that was telling me about 
You know, they're like, oh, you know, we rewatched the Dark Knight series, which uh, me and my son are going to do. And then he was saying, but then we got into these, uh, you know, all these other spinoffs that are on, like, these other channels or whatever. And there's, like, um, I don't know. Uh, there's Gotham, like this TV series. Oh, I guess, Gotham. yeah. I've never seen it. Um, and then there was something else. Oh, with Alfred, whatever Alfred's last name is. That's the name of another series. I really? guess I don't, I don't know, know about that. Yeah, one. so I got to I got to dig into that stuff. Not much of a DC. Is it on fan, the CW? But, you know, I don't. No, it's on like HBO Plus or something. Or oh, okay. I, I don't know. Because I think like, like I, I want. I thought Gotham was on the CW, but I could be confusing that. Maybe. With, I could be confusing with all the other DC shows. There's a bunch of them on there. Like yeah. Um, and maybe you know, it Supergirl is. I don't know. I thought it was Netflix or something, things. but I, I have no idea. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feel like there was right. something else I watched too, but I can't remember. But. That's that, like I said. That's enough. I'll remember later. Yeah. So let's All put right, the so pause we, button on that, Mike. Yeah. Let's let's go back <laughs> and in time. rewind to a yeah to a simpler time. What, what year was, was it? This? <laughs> I don't know. It was in the seventies. Nineteen seventy-three. Okay, I was a mere toddler when this came out. <laughs> yeah, I remember it but, though. <laughs> I mean, I remember watching watching Kojak, but. I don't remember like the origins or anything, you know. I just it was just on TV, you know. Right. Probably because I was oh, of that we, age. My parents were watching it. And... Yeah. And speaking of the origins, we should say we did not watch the pilot. Um, we watched season one, episode one. Reason right. being, at least, I don't know. I this I, I kind of told Mike, and I'm like, do you think this is a good, you know? And he's he thought the same too. One, I don't know if we would have been able to find it. To be honest with you, I think it would have been probably kind of hard to find but it seemed yeah. very dark and i don't know it i don't want to say it didn't seem fun but you know it's based off a real murder and people getting someone getting convicted with, who wasn't supposed to be you know and you know yeah. it's about it a black serious. teenager yeah. getting accused of murdering two white girls and he didn't really you know it just I'm like i don't know man <laughs> i just don't want to go yeah not a good place to that start. dark yeah. yeah so we skipped ahead um, you know, I don't. I mean, I guess it was officially a pilot, kind of, but it really it it wasn't. It wasn't. So this it, is definitely yeah. The first episode, I felt it was the best way to go. So and we it went has with season one. Keitel in it. It does. Uh, uh, wait, season one, episode one, Siege of Terror. Yeah, Siege of Terror. Yes, that, that's a strong name for an right. Yeah, and uh, so, I do want to say that uh, as uh, Michelle on, t- uh, on Instagram pointed out, Michelle McRoy, every time I posted a picture, she's like, I got to say, who loves you, baby? And <laughs> when you post a picture of And in the IMDB page that I'm looking for right now for Siege of Terror, it is a picture of him. It says Kojak Season 1. It says, who loves you, baby, <laughs> right on there. Yeah, and he, but I don't, I don't think, think he said, said that in this episode. No, no, not in this episode. No, um, he said a lot of other cool things that I want to talk about later. Yeah. All right, sorry, I keep interrupting. Go ahead, Mike. So let's start us off. What, what, oh yeah, all right. On? So, um, all right. So I, I've got to start with the, the intro or like the yeah the intro because it was like this is really cheesy like seventies video draw transition like almost it was like a square spiral drawing on the screen as as like uncovering the video that was playing and it was like 
It was like when like video effects were invented or something. I don't know. It reminded me <laughs> well, of like I wrote a wedding down, video. I, write, you know? I wrote down this reminds me of the snake game on the Nokia phones. <laughs> yeah, this was like Yeah. It was just yeah. It's like they figured out how to do something in in video and they did it, whether it was yeah. good or not. But it was very the stylistic font, for the time. Like the font for the Kojak like title or like logo was like a cartoon. It was like hand drawn, it looked like. And Oh, see, I don't remember just, that. Okay. Yeah, it was just, I, you know, but for the time, I'm sure this was like, people are like, whoa, you know. Well, yeah, because back then, like, a lot of the shows, like, it was just like someone put it up on a typewriter up on the wall on the, right? on the right. screen. So, yeah, that's very, yeah, yeah it's it a big it was, deal it to have it stylized. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, so the opening, the actual opening scene, there's like, there's two guards walking down the street or down the sidewalk with like these bags of money. And so they got like these like cash bags of money in one hand and like pistols drawn in the other as they're walking down the street. So like they're ready to fire like right right from the right from the get go. There's no messing I mean, around. This know? was the mean streets of wherever. I don't know. Does it say where that's from? Was this supposed to be New York? I mean, they all talk like you know, they were in New York. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh know. well, yeah, no, yeah, because he does say something about an airplane being ready at JFK. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Wow. So it was New York, but yeah, exactly. That's the first thing I noticed too. I'm like, these guys are just walking out. They're just gonna fucking shoot anybody. Yeah, they're, they're not even way. cops. They're just they're just <laughs> armed guards, and they're. I mean, they're no, ready granted, to go. Aren't you know guards that are carrying money around? They do have, <laughs> they do have guns, but they don't walk around with them, you know, pointed at people. Um, right, right. That's not good. What's what's the term? Uh, Gun, not gun control. What's the word? Like when you're uh, talking about how to we use guns, like, oh man, I'm not gun, a gun safety. Guy, so I don't know. know. What are you saying? Maybe I don't know. But you're like you're supposed to keep your finger off the trigger and point it at the ground. You know. Oh yeah, like <laughs> You're not supposed <laughs> to walk down the street of New York pointing your gun in front of you. <laughs> you trip over a crack in the sidewalk <laughs> yeah. and you shoot your partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had too much coffee that day. You're a little jittery. You might just you sneeze fire and one you off. kill like a yeah. old lady down the street, <laughs> right? But you know, I guess you know. There's a lot of money. I don't know why they didn't park closer to the bank or wherever well, they were coming out. They, they were like three blocks away from their truck. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I guess oh, man. You know, if you're gonna rob them, you should have come up behind them because they weren't really checking behind them. But but well, so what they. They, they they do end up getting robbed because they go to the this armored car and they like knock on the door and you know guy looks through the little hole that you shoot through and <laughs> he sees somebody and he he opens the door. I'm and they, surprised he didn't point his gun out the slot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just start shooting, but then, so they that would have been great. They throw their bags in and there's like this a van. I swear that van was like double parked right next to the. Well, no, the they were double parked car. next to it. Yeah, they oh, were okay. double parked All next right. to it, and All they right. didn't bother so, checking a white van no, sitting right. there. Like there couldn't be anything more suspicious. Maybe that no was like cars, the origins of the suspicious. White no van. other cars for like three miles, but there's a white van, and they're going to double park right next to that thing. Yeah. So once they get the couple bags in, like you know, half a dozen guys come out of the the van and hold these guys up and. Uh, you know, they, they get them down on the ground and they take the money and they throw it in the van. But at the same time, another car pulls up and they're, I guess it's like, you know, backup 
for the bad guys. And so they're like helping with the robbery too. So there's two vehicles involved here at this point. And, and like, I at for a moment I thought maybe the second car was going to rob the original robbers after they <laughs> robbed the car, but it wasn't. They were all together. And then, um, then there's like just, just some citizen sees this going down, and and then the, the way this guy reacted, if you see the scene, I felt like he was going to like jump into a phone booth and come out in a Superman costume because he like <laughs> he like he hides against the wall and then he like looks both ways and takes off running and he does run to a phone but he doesn't change into Superman he calls the police but it, it looked like it was going to be like that type of situation but so he calls the cops and you know so it's game on at this point so the cops are on their way you hear the dispatcher say we got a oh, bank I- job I got I got a clip of that. I had to catch oh yeah, that. I got to hear it. That was the best. <laughs> yeah, because and I noticed there is a lot of slang thrown around in this, like from Kojak especially. He's I kind of known for it, but I don't know. Do any cops ever talk this way? I mean, it's always like the bad guys that were talking this way. Although a lot of this seems like it's right out of like an old <laughs> like forties spy, not spy, but like, yeah, yeah, you know. Hey, look at here. Book, see, you know. come with me. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, here's the here's the cop car thing or the radio dispatch. Available cars, Manhattan South area. We have a bank job. It's a robbery in progress. Ten thirty one. Armored truck. Three or more armed perpetrators. Three or more. Four Nostrum Avenue. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That guy's like an ex-con running the radio there. <laughs> Yeah, we got a big job going on. Uh, it's probably Billy and his uh, buddies. Uh, I spent uh, yeah. a couple of weeks in the joint with them. They uh, he's got a couple their... two tree buddies with them. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but oh, man. maybe but that's then, how. Yeah, it, Cap- maybe... Go ahead. Was that how it was? Maybe back then it was like less. I don't know. I don't know. I really it I actually know. wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, you know because. Things have changed quite a bit over the years. I know. I, I I think they were also playing it up a little for the show. But um, yeah. So yeah, then a cop car, at least one, comes out of nowhere. It starts, you know, driving down the road. And I don't know if you noticed it, but this cop car was pretty beat up. Like like one of the body panels didn't even match. Yeah. Was it like a? <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know the year of the car, but these things look old. I mean, seventy oh, three. Yeah. Well, you figure that was seventy three. But... So those cars were probably from the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they took him right out of the junkyard, you know, to make this show. Yeah, right. It um, just paid. They didn't have like a, on the side. Yeah, this was the first season of the show. They didn't have a fleet of vehicles to be used. They weren't being sponsored by Ford at this point, so they couldn't get yeah, the right. brand new cars. Um. So when I, oh so when they're driving, so they're driving away, right? And they're shooting. The cops are shooting at like there are bullets just flying everywhere. This is before you know. They kind of made the rules that like cops can't just shoot indiscriminately down the street. No, right, right. And it was just like a shootout in the like the middle of town. Right, I mean, exactly. You know, they try to contain that a little bit, but <laughs> but it did seem like though, like because the guy, like the guy, one guy's like, let's ditch the car. Let's. He's like, no, we got to get. The, they like they had a specific place they had to get to, and I wasn't sure why. And I think they made it. There was like there was supposed to be a drop off point for the money or something. Yeah, but yeah, they kept calling it the drop. Try to make it to the drop. We got to make it right. to the drop. And so they're, you know, a car chase ensues after the shootout, 
And then at one point, I, it, like you're talking about the cops shooting indiscriminately. At one point, the car, like a cop blocks the road and the, the bad guys like drive past him and cr- crash through some boxes. And the cop just <laughs> fires into the car as it goes by. Like that, they don't do that anymore, but... <laughs> Yeah, and so I, I like how the thing. boxes were just like like empty boxes were just stacked up on the corner for them yeah, to drive like two through. stories high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. but yeah, you're right. That, then they tried to find the drop, and you know I was thinking like the drop of the cash. I'm not sure what's going on, but they get to someplace, and I don't know. Would they switch cars or something? I don't know what happened there. I was caught. Yeah, there a I whole think lot. They, cause they, what, they, I think they, did they go in like a parking lot or something and switch out or a parking garage or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they switched out cars, but then I lost track of the two car situation. Right. You know? Well, because we they only so I don't know we were only like following one of them, I think. Right. Yeah, we we're following like the we, car, not the van. Yeah, the van. Right? You know, we have no idea what happened to that, but we do get yeah. to see at this point Kojak driving down the road where he's listening on the radio. Yeah, and uh, and like the whole shootout thing, though, the like this initial scene that we're talking about took a good ten minutes or so. Like it, it was took a some time. good portion. Yeah. And Kojak was like on his way for most of the time. Like, he, uh, <laughs> he like I thought he was going to be, I thought he was going to be like in the action, you know. But he <laughs> he didn't make it there on time for that. No, he's that's not for him. That's for the you know low the low uh, on the totem pole guys. So you know that the guys, the guys uh, they end up getting out. I think they get out of the car right, and they like run into a building, and that there's a cop out on the street, and they shoot him, <laughs> and. Yep. Uh, Oh no, he comes running out somewhere and they shoot him, but yeah, and he dives into a building, the cop. Like I thought he was just trying to get out of the way, but he's trying to so warn did I. the I other people. He was like trying to escape. Yeah, he was trying to warn the people that there's a bad guy out there and they follow him in and now they all have a bunch of hostages including a cop. Right. Right. And by the way, that cop that got shot um hold on. David Proval as Cavelli, who was uh, in uh, Good Old Sopranos, ten episodes oh, wow. of The Sopranos. Yeah, his name was cool. Richie. If you watch The Sopranos, you probably know who he was. Yeah, I don't remember. I didn't really watch The Sopranos. I mean, I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, I know who this guy is, and that's who he was. Hmm. I mean, he's in plenty of other right. things too, but that's just that was the one that yeah. jumped out at me. He was also in Every, yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond. Six episodes of that. I think mean, uh-huh. he was like his dad's friend. I don't know. Anyway, hmm. back to the show. All right. Back to anyway, Kojak. Yeah, so finally Kojak shows up, and there, there's another cop that got sh- shot in the shootout. Well, you know, from the store. When the, So right now these guys are in like a store or a building, like you said. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, the guy that got shot, he's laying in the street. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy in the middle of the road, a cop. He got <laughs> shot because he like ran across the street. They shot him, and- yeah, everyone else went for cover, and there's just a cop like bleeding out in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. so they can't get to him. So they show these guys like throwing a rope to him, like <laughs> you know, like they're gonna drag him across <laughs> the street. Like Kojak pulls up, they're like, "Hey, how's that cop doing?" <laughs> oh, well, we're uh, we're trying to get him, boss. And they're just like fucking throwing a rope at the guy. He's like unconscious. <laughs> hey, grab the rope. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we got the emergency response team on it, and it's literally a guy that throws him a rope, and then. It, <laughs> And then Kojak's the, right, like, he's like, go ahead. He's like, tie, he's like, tie it around your waist. And the guy's like, I know motionless. you're paralyzed, but tie it around your waist. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kojak, 
I guess the only guy with any brains, jumps in a car and blocks him so they can't shoot anybody, and then they drag him out. Right. Finally. So I'm guessing that it had to be a bunch of rookies, right? Because Kojak comes with like the experience. He's like, this is what you do. It I guess so. But, jeez. Yeah. Um, let's see. So they know. Okay, oh, so then, first they, they – go ahead. They, they, you know, they all yell out to – you know, they have hostages, so they tell the cops to stop shooting. But then his right, partner right. – um, or not his partner, but Detective Bobby Crocker, Kevin Dobson, um, well-known actor. I'm not even going to list his stuff. But uh, <laughs> he comes out with a phone book, like because they're in a building. They're like, "Hey, this is what the this is what where they're at. This is what the thing is." So it like has like the yellow pages with like the ad, and it's like a, a surplus store, right? So it has just it's just full of guns. It's like guns full and ammunition guns. and camping supplies. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like these guys couldn't have picked a better spot to hide with some hostages. If exactly. They wanted to do a shootout. Exactly. And uh, let's see. Oh, so oh, then the cop, bring the cops tank. bring in that big, that big military army yeah. like armored car. Yeah. Not sure what they, they never to do, do with anything it, but... with it. Yeah, they just no, park it there. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's intimidating. You pull one of those things up, you're like, we're screwed, you know? Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, while that thing's coming up and they're all kind of looking at it, this hostage like loads his jacket up with some ammo and a, a gun while no one's looking. Yeah. So you know something. Did you notice who that was? Right, the guy. I, yeah, I recognized him, but I didn't. I didn't look it up to see who who it was. Cletus from Dukes of Hazard. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Yeah, I totally knew he was familiar, but. Um. Oh, and then this this is when like Kojak they call the store, and Kojak is like, first of all the the. The guy in the store is like tells someone else he's like you answer it. So the other guy answers it. He's like it's for you. Like basically, that's what <laughs> it went down. You know? Did he think like, it was gonna blow up if he answered it? <laughs> so so he, ta- he the bad guy takes the phone and you know Kojak's like hey I, you know I'm a cop. My name's Kojak. I'm I'm coming in. I'm gonna be unarmed. I want to talk to you. So the guy's like All I'm right, alone. You know, what the hell? I'm alone, unarmed, and very sexy. Let me in. <laughs> Wait till you see me. So the guy's like, you know, whatever, let him in. So they let him in, and they give him kind of the shakedown. They get him down on the floor and search him, and, you know, he sees the cop bleeding out in there. Yeah. And um, So he's like, look, I came to make you a deal. I'll, you know, the deal is we'll let you walk out of here alive. And, you know, the, the Harvey Keitel character is like, when comes up with like a counter. He's like, "Well, how about a plane with an overseas crew to get us out of here?" Yeah. So probably a better option. Um, yeah, I got. I actually have a clip, little clip of uh, uh, Telly or uh, Kojak going in there to do a little oh, negotiating. Okay. There we go. Talk. Well, the area is surrounded, and we don't have a chance. You're gonna send that over the phone. Oh, I came to make a deal. What are you offering? Chance for all of you to walk out alive. Okay, that's a lousy bluff. You ain't about to crash this place, not with all of these uh, citizens. Well, why don't you send them out and hold me? Yeah, no price. Who cares about a cop? <laughs> wow. And so Harvey Keitel, like, 
I, I I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know. I know him. I don't know a lot about him. I don't know a lot of his work. Um, but does he always <laughs> talk like this? Yeah, he does. Okay. I did like how he didn't call him ever Kojak. His name was Kojak. No. <laughs> Kojak the whole time. You're right. It was Kojak. 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 I mean, the show wasn't on long enough yet for him to learn the name, you know, the right way to say it. <laughs> but it was Kojak. Kojak. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, so they, they they want that international crew so they can get out of, I, I don't know, did they want to go to France? I don't even know where they said, they, if they said where they want to go. And Kojak's like, maybe I could work something out. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, he's talking to the cop, asking him how he's doing. And he's like, oh, geez, it hurts. He's like, yeah, you need to start worrying when it stops hurting. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think and that's he, gonna they, help. He does but. get the guys to agree to let a doctor in and take a look at the cop. He won't let him take him out, but right. he lets him come in to you know check on him to make sure he's not going to die there. Yeah, um, which is really in their best interest, you know. And then before, but before Kojak leaves, he smashes a case with like two like bedroom wind up alarm clocks, <laughs> yeah. and he gives one to him, and he's like basically like synchronizing their watches when it hits this time. You know, we need to have we need to be getting out of here or something like that. Otherwise, I'm going to start killing people. Yeah, and um, and so I, then he I think it, I think it was at this point my son walked into the room and he said, "Hey, Dad, what are you watching?" And I said, "Kojak, have you heard of it?" He's a no. Turns around and walks away. <laughs> so he he didn't even want to be sucked into it. So I think it's he didn't not, even not hear the Ving's Ram, Ving Rames version. <laughs> yeah, he. I, I mean. Like I would have thought, at least the clocks would have been interesting. You know, that we used to have to wind them up. You know, like right. to, like oh, some kind of life yeah. lesson, but no. Yeah. By the way, we I just mentioned it now, but I don't. Did anyone else listening to this know that there was a Ving Rhames version from like what did I say was two thousand five? Yeah. I do. I have no yeah. memory of it. It's on Tubi, I guess. I don't either. Because when I was searching for Kojak episodes, it came out as a two thousand five. I'm like two thousand five. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, were you uh, hoping, it, hoping it was a comeback episode? Yeah, I, 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 I don't that. know if Telly Savalas is alive. No, he's not alive. Um, uh, new listener uh, Tamara, also known as Glasses Girl. She this is one of her. She actually gave us some like shows to watch, and she's like Kojak. I'm like, hey, we're doing that one this week. Yeah, so, shout out to her for picking it. I mean, she didn't pick it, but I mean, she did, but she didn't. But uh, she called she it, I should say. That's probably the better way to say it. She called it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but she came up with some other good ones, too, we got to add to the list. Um, anyway, so where were we at? Uh, okay, so well, the he died in 94. I was just looking um, that up. He died in 94. That? that was quite a while ago. Okay. Tully Savalas. Yeah. How old was he? 20, uh, 22 20? to 94. <laughs> no, he was 20. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was born 76? in 22, died 20? in 94. Yeah. Oh, 72 then? 72, yeah. That's, <laughs> seems young. I think that's the average mortality. Yeah, rate, but he was also a big smoker too. So for yeah. someone probably smoking several packs of cigarettes a day, um, can't really ask for much more than that. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Um, but, well, okay. So anyway, so the cops set up on the third floor across the street. 
Um, and, you know, I guess some big wigs are there. I, I don't know who all the people are. Like, they don't do a very good job of introducing who anyone is. It's just like people are no, there and no, he's right. just talking to them. We're just rolling. Yeah, you're just rolling with the whole character <laughs> set right there. You know? So um, uh, Doctor gives him a lowdown saying, hey, this cop, he's in bad shape. He's going to die in a few hours if we don't get him out of there. Um, and one of the guys that's there who I don't know what level he is, you know, he's like, well, what do you think the chances are this guy is going to kill that they're going to kill these hostages. You know, what do you, you know, who says they're capable of it? And after they, t- he talks to the cop, he goes over their rap sheets and, uh, I got a little clip of that. Cause it's pretty good. Jerry Talaba, two arrests for armed robbery, two for assault and attempted murder. John Mersey convicted of double homicide at the age of 15, spent six years in a hospital for the criminally insane. Now who asked the question whether they're capable of killing those hostages? Any more questions? <laughs> I like yeah. that. Those hostages, they're screwed. Yeah. Any more questions, you yeah. dumb shits? <laughs> yeah. And then he even so, says, like, when he thought they, because they ask about that airplane, and he's like, that's a death trap. And he's like, there's no way you're going to do that. Uh, but obviously, it's out of his hands. Yeah. But he wants to keep them there. Yeah. All right. So I went down a rabbit hole while you were talking, and I just looked up some more on Toy Savalas. So. Actor singer, I think we knew the singer. You, you, you sent out. The... <laughs> oh wait, no wait, hold on. So yeah, since you brought that up, first of all, clip? singer needs to be in quotes because this. <laughs> I try. I played this for my wife a little bit. She said she vaguely remembers it, but she thinks she saw something about it on TikTok. But him, quote unquote, singing. This is from the era when people like William Shatner had a song. Oh, yeah. Or album. I mean, Leonard don't, Nimoy. Don't most actors. But do, these guys, all they did was talk. They didn't sing. Can you imagine William Shatner yeah. singing? Or Leonard Nimoy no. singing? They just talk. And so let's let's listen a little bit of Telly Savalas singing. If a picture <laughs> paints a thousand words then why can't I paint you? The words will never show the you I've come to know. And if a face... <laughs> wow. Anyway. Wow. It. I will clip... I will, uh, sorry, link to that video because the video is... So perfectly 70s. And by the way, I'm just going to say this too. I am not making fun of Tully Savalas for singing this. I think it's funny just because of the era. But why would you sing? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you just do this when you have a a voice that could just go and and be like that? You know what I mean? Um, But the video video is great because he's standing in the corner. And he like immediately lights a smoke, <laughs> like he starts to smoke before he sings. So you know that it's not really going to be singing. But then there's this, you gotta like, like you gotta grease the pipes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta lube up. And there's this image of a woman, like just her head, like blown up, like the size of him, like larger than life. Yeah, it's like, right. So it's like those pictures that you would take in 
the grade school where it'd be like you like and then like another image of you looking away or something. Yeah, right. But if it and, was like uh, if that was happening to you in a dream, it would be like a nightmare because there'd be this <laughs> giant face in front of you, you know. Right. So and it, it it's just like so like perfectly seventies. And there was one comment down there that someone put on this video. It's like a cigarette spontaneously uh, arrived in my hands. And he's like, and I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I just read that and I just started dying because it's so perfect. Because it was like, it is yeah. like such the era from when this was. Like, it, it's just so perfect. Um, anyway. Again, I am not begrudging him for doing that. I am not making fun no, of him for doing that. No, but my my mind it's is running wild great. now. Yeah, it's like I we could do a podcast, an episode where we sing, with that music going in the background, but we just talk sing, right? So we just do the normal episode, yeah. as we talk sing with some kind of sound right. effect in the background. Yeah, and we and would they sound, did a good. They did they did a good like parody that. of this on Futurama. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched it with Zap Brannigan. Yeah, I used to watch he, that. I don't remember that. Yeah, he did like the um, Lola. You see what I did there? No. I just did the. Uh, I used to watch that. Oh yeah, kind of yeah. like the title. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so yes, yeah, uh, I thought there was another point I wanted to make about that, but I can't remember now. Probably wasn't important. I don't know. So. That alone, but yeah. it's worth it. Like just no, it was. It was great. Yeah. And again, if anyone can pull it off, it's him. Yeah, um, all right. So where do we where do we go now? Um, oh, <laughs> so you know, um, one of the guys they're they're kind of they clip or go into the the shop, and one of the guys is kind of like maybe we should let the cop go. He, he's kind of not really into this whole hostage thing too much. One of the bad guys. Um, one guy is totally into it. He just wants to waste everybody. And Harvey Keitel's character is kind of like in between, like, we need these people to get out of here. He doesn't really want to murder anybody, but he probably will if he has to. It's kind of where he right, stands. Right, right. Yeah. But then we cut back to the building where the cops are, and Kojak all of a sudden has some chalk, chalk drawing of the, the layout of the yeah. foundation of the building. I don't know who drew right. it, but it was it, it was pretty funny. It was a good drawing. And and Kojak right now is he's working on strategy. He's like right, you know he's he's a deep thinker on this. He's like, look, this is what we have to do underground. There's a you know some kind of service tunnel next to it. We gotta we gotta bust through there and into the wall, and you know we'll get in in the basement and that'll be the escape route for the the hostages. Yeah, I'm like yeah, it's a pretty and, good idea. You know that. Logically, people are like, well, what about all the noise? He's like, we got that giant armored truck out there. We could just run that sucker and no one's going to hear anything. It's like, we've got that giant armored car that we're doing nothing with. It's just <laughs> right. sitting there. Yeah. And he also so, yeah, says, let's you use know, it to we make can bring noise. a helicopter in. That'll make noise. So they're they're making they're pretty good. Again, he's a thinker. He's a thinker. Yeah. There. But, uh, and, um, you know, the big wig guys are all worried about getting in trouble for this. And he's, he's like, I don't know. He, he he can tell he just like thinks these guys are all useless and waste of space. And why do I even yeah. have to talk to them? Which is how we all feel about our bosses. I mean. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> we all have that same look at work all the time. Like, what is wrong with you? How are you in charge? <laughs> that's that's why people relate. You know. How do you get show, to make right? the decisions? Right. Exactly. Right. 
Um, anyway, yeah, so Harvey Keitel says what? He doesn't want to kill anybody. Um, oh, and then there's a girl in there. Remember, there was a woman in there. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, hey, yeah. If you let me go, I'll do anything. And one of the guys is like, oh, you'll do anything, won't you? And Harvey Keitel's what? character, he has her stand up and like do like a spin. He's like, you an actress? She's like, I'm a model. So he can judge her? Yeah. Right. And they didn't do anything untoward. I was a little getting a little <laughs> nervous for a minute. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen here. But what um, made it even more like um, immoral is that the, there was an old dude there. And before she said anything, he's like, hey, look, if you're going to kill someone, take me first. I'll be the first one to go. And then she, without a pause, she's like, please don't kill me. I'll do anything. <laughs> so it's like. Really, this dude's like laying down his life for everybody there, and she's you know ready to give up whatever she needs to to stay alive. Which you know it's her option, but it just made it seem bad. I thought. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and that old dude guy. Um, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to do some math here to figure out how old he was. He was 58. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> That dude was he like was 75. Born, he was born in 1915, and this was in 1973. <laughs> now, granted, I think they did try to make him look older, too, I think. Yeah, I I don't know, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I just might be in a state of denial right now. Uh, I saw something on Twitter where someone's like, you know, people commenting, like, I can't believe that person's only 45 from an old TV show. They don't realize that people, you know, it's not just that people age differently, but also they let ugly people be actors back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, they didn't say it in that many words, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There must have been an advancement in vitamins or something <laughs> since then. I, well, wait, because there's two, but there's, see, there's two people they list. They list store owner hostage, which is that guy. And he was born in 1915. But then they list an old man hostage. And he was in 1911. Okay. So he was like well, 63. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, wow. right. So he was like, <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. He looked like he was like 90. Um, and, and here's what makes it even worse. If the guy was 63 or 58 or whatever in that range, one of the comments he made is like, hey, the reason I did that was because, you know, at my age, my life's worth nothing. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. Exactly. Jesus. I'm going to be dead tomorrow anyway, so who cares? <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah. It's, yeah. N- not a feel good for the uh, – <laughs> The yeah. older community. Let's go back and talk about how I was like three when this came out instead. You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Instead of like now I'm the age of the guys that are throwing their lives away, but are almost. All right. All right. Anyway, um, where are we here? Oh, so you know they decide they're going to break through the hole, right? Oh, wait, wait. But I just I do want to mention one quick thing because I have it here. Kojak was reading. He got Harvey Keitel's rap sheet then. Not much was really great. It was a you know, robbery. Would a possession of Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and sorry, this reminds me. The one thing I wanted to make sure I talked about. So I don't know. This is when, when we were younger. I don't know if you were there. 
because I don't remember who was all there. We were at Dan's house one day. I think his parents were out of town, and we had spent the night over there, so we were up, you know, drinking late. We were just hanging out, and the next day, all hungover. Again, I don't know who. I can't remember who was there. There was only a few of us there. Okay. And I'll need more details. Kojak was on. <laughs> so we were laying, <laughs> we were all like laying on the couch and do just hanging out watching Kojak. And the only thing I remember about it is he goes up to someone's door, like knocks on the door, goes, "Open up! It's the fuzz!" <laughs> and I just lost it. <laughs> I thought that was uh. the funniest thing in the world that a cop would actually call himself the fuzz because, like. Again, always in these shows, it's always like the drug dealers, the bad guys calling the cops the fuss. But he yeah, was calling himself great. the fuss. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was the only thing I remember about the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've mentioned our friend Dan a couple times. We should um we should pull him in for an episode sometime. <laughs> I think he'd be too nervous. Well, we'll see. I mean we just we'll saw him last week and he was still he had a lot of questions about the show. I was really surprised. He remembered. Yeah. Yeah. None of our other friends remember or ask us about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, true, true. Well, except for um what's her name? Uh, your friend I'm blanking on her name and she's probably gonna hear this and I'm gonna feel bad now. Uh Christy? Yeah. I don't know why it's Christy. Yeah. Sorry, Christy, I'm terrible with names and I just blank on a name every once in a while. I mean she knew you know, oh. she was asking about it, but that was like the only yeah. person, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't grow up we're, with her. <laughs> we're more popular in foreign countries than we are with our friends. But. <laughs> we definitely, we definitely are probably one of the few podcasts out there, like our size, who their main audience is not from their home state. <laughs> right, right. Because all their family yeah. doesn't listen. Exactly. All right. All right. Anyway, sorry, we're totally off track, but that's fine. That's yeah, it's all in good fun. All right, so then. We talked about they get, they're going to bust through the wall, right? Yeah. Um, they found the van. Oh, right. They find the van, in a park. Did they find van. the van? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. They did. They found the van. Yeah. And they. Oh. They. Nope, Sorry. Because it's like in some lot, and like they're trying to question the guy who owns the lot. He's like, oh, I don't know where the van came from, and basically they bust them down. He's like. All right, fine. Yeah, okay. They came here. They didn't tell me they were robbing a bank. They just wanted to park a car here. They're going to come back and get it later, you know. These guys are all criminals. You didn't think they were going to do something bad? Right. And, like, and like Kojak knows them. He, like, he knows the guy that owns the lot. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, like Slick Willie or whatever the guy's name was. <laughs> yeah, and he's exactly. Like, you know? Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they, if he's in the credits, but you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. He's so uh, that guy. That guy rolls over on them. So somehow they know to go find the guy's brother at some other shop, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they came to that conclusion, but I think it had something to do. with Well, this they guy. know that there was another van there, so they're looking for another van, and they, I think they they must figure something's broken on it from the chase. So it's going to be somewhere getting worked on. I don't. I don't know. Or maybe the guy said yeah. something. I can't even remember now, to be honest with you. Um, but. But yeah, we so we cut to this like chop shop or whatever, and the dude is putting like all this cash into, I don't know if it was like a gas tank. It was some kind of like metal container that he was putting oh, into the bottom of the car. Yeah, because they were gonna put hide the money in it, so it'd be like a false tank. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So and then after the guy does it, he like fakes an illness and runs outside, <laughs> and yeah, you, like he like pretends like he's having a heart attack. 
basically. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got to get some yeah. air. Yeah, because that's going to help you. <laughs> yeah, so he goes out, and, like, Kojak and the cops are out there, or they show up, and they're like, I, it seemed almost like it was planned. Maybe it was. I don't really know. But he comes out, and he's like, yeah, they're in there, whatever, you know. So they, they kind of wait to get him out, and, you know, the guys come out, and they pull their guns on him one at a time and, and catch him. But the one guy is Harvey Keitel's brother, and they're going to take him back and say, you know, talk your brother out of this madness that he's in. Um, so that's the plan. They cuff him and, and take him back to, to talk to him. Yep. And also at this point, um, they uh, – I have a clip of it here, but they find out in, um, right around this time too that – City Hall says, hey, you know what? We're not going to do the airplane either. You know, it, the, basically they're like, yeah, Co- uh, they agree with Kojak that he's probably not a good idea to put more people in harm's way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was funny because it was it was on the news, right? That they were looking That's for That's how the one. bad guys. Yeah, well, then, yeah, but oh, not oh, yet. Okay. But yeah, not yet. They didn't okay. say anything about it yet. Just that they were asking for it. But uh, then Kojak has... Uh, has a plan though, so hold on. We just got word from City Hall on Talaba's airplane. Mayor had to turn it down. Seems he felt the same way you did. We'd only be putting more people in danger. Why don't you put a clamp on that news? When these punks find out that their last hope has gone down the toilet, they're gonna start wasting hostages. <laughs> Where are you going? Across the street, I just got a call. Might have a lead on Frank Talaba. What's that got to do with walking back into that store? I said we might have a lead. I don't know how long it's gonna take to pay off. But we're fighting for time, and I'll take it any way I can. <laughs> he is just so irritated. It's great. Yeah. He's uh, like, I said I had a lead. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> are you stupid? God, how yeah. again, how are you in charge? <laughs> and I love his I love the street talk though. Hey, put a clamp right. on that news. <laughs> yeah. Put a clamp on that news. Don't let him know. Yeah. No, I thought that was great too. Once they know the fuzz is coming. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the jig's going to be up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so uh, he ends up saying, he's like, hey, tell them the plane ride's appro- approved, but we need two hours to get the crew ready. So that's the plan. That's how they're going to kind of get them to wait a little bit longer. Um, in the meantime, yeah. they're trying and to that get... And oh, that made sense, He goes though, back too. in there. He goes back in there and brings, like, a giant needle of morphine with them to give to the cop to get him to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's better. walking in with his hands up with a giant like syringe in his hand with yeah oh and did it. you remember the part where they're talking to uh uh cletus and they noticed his boots they're like hey what kind of boots he's like combat boots he's like were you in the army he's like no they wouldn't let me in emotional instability <laughs> <laughs> and the guys are like yeah. Oof. <laughs> okay yeah I'm a, I'm a basket case but and this is the same guy that has the gun. Oh, the and did you notice too? Jacket. Like, so when they would pan the crowd, like I forgot they used to do this all the time on the TV show. And I mean, I'm sure this happens in real life too, in a way. But they show like the people that are all like they're watching. Mind you, they're probably going to get shot. But they had like they made sure they had like a an eclectic group of people out there. You know what I mean? And including like Hari Krishna type people that are out there. Oh yeah, you saw that. They're like holding the book up. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, so, oh, at one point, some one of the guys does. He's like, "Hey, do you feel a building vibrating or anything?" <laughs> the guys, are like, nah, yeah, I don't feel anything. 
Oh, and then, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so we got the other guy's brother, right? And he's there and he's talking to him. He's like, hey, Frankie, baby, I got a deal for you. He's like, you're going to tell your brother to stop this deal, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, why the hell would I do that? And he's like, you know, basically, like, think about it. What's going to happen to you if you don't help? You know, you don't really have a choice. And I actually have a clip, too, of where he's talking to him. Because there's some good word usage <laughs> that uh, Kojak has in this one, too. Excellent. We're going to go into that store, and you're going to tell your brother to cop a plea and give himself up. you got to be crazy. Look, I'm not walking into that shooting gallery. He's only got two options. Either we cut him up for dog meat, or he goes into the slam for keeps, and you can save him. I got a better chance of saving myself. Oh, do you? Maybe you don't understand, but you're just as legally responsible for those hostages as your brother, Mersey, and Amazine. And you're going to freeze to death just looking at that jury. <laughs> uh, go in the slam. He's, <laughs> uh, he's just too cool. He's too cool to be a cop. He is. Like, he's intimidating. That's an intimidating. Yeah. Intimidating cop right there. The only thing I miss is that he had, didn't have the, the signature lollipop yet. Yeah, right. But yeah, that'll come in due time. And his brother um, used to be in the show with him, too. So that yeah. he probably isn't in it at this I point, think, right? I don't know. It says he was in this one, but you know, he might have oh, just was been he? in the background. Did, was okay. he listed in the credits? Yeah, he is. Okay. Uh, but he I might he him. might have been hiding like in the background, didn't really get to see him. But yeah, he's in all the episodes, I think. He doesn't look yeah. anything like him either. No, no. Um, um so what happened? So the guy gives in, he's like, Okay, I'll help him. I'll help him out. And I think doesn't Kojak tells him about the plan to get these people out of there, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, he didn't really like, tell him the plan. He, he just said, "He said whatever your bullshit talk is going to do, at least it'll give the hostages time right. to get, find the escape route." You know, right? Exactly. And then they end up, which I think is smart. They wire up, which I'm not sure why they need to wire anybody up. They know that these guys are guilty. <laughs> so yeah, I I wasn't sure what the whole wire. <laughs> but they wire know. up the brother instead of Kojak because he's like, they're going to check me. They're not going to check his brother. And I'm like, I guess that's true. Like, um, at this point, aren't there enough witnesses? I mean, yeah. Do you need the wire? But whatever. Um. Anyway, so whenever his brother, why do I write? I wrote something here. The cops certainly isn't going to be able to get down the stairs. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> Sometimes I write stuff down. I have no idea what I'm trying to say. Um, but if anyone, but knows, the cop. I mean, so. When Kojak's in there with with the brother trying to get these guys to negotiate, right? Oh, I'm thinking of the cop, the cop that's like dying. How's he gonna get down the stairs? Oh yeah, he's not going anywhere, right? <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, but then so Kojak, I don't, I don't know what the hell they do, but he somehow gets the two other guys, the brother and the two brothers, like leave the room. I don't recall why they. So they bring a helicopter in and they drop some cops on the roof. Oh right, right, yep. And then okay. they're starting to shoot up in the roof, like the like a um, there's like a escape hatch type thing. And they're shoot, so they go up there to see what's going on. So that's how those guys yeah. get up. And meanwhile, Kojak has a note that just said, "What does it say? Like get downstairs." I forgot what the note. I don't think said. we ever did. We ever see it? I don't think we saw it. Did we? We didn't. I don't know. It was just like two words, and he has it like in his coat, 
and he kind of shows the old guy and he sees it he kind of nods at him but then kojak gets like pushed over and it falls out of his jacket and the guy like puts his foot on it and then you know passes it to his other friends you know that says so they all know what's going get on. out of here <laughs> when, it, when, when i give yeah. you a chance or something i don't know because then i think yeah. all the guys go upstairs don't they yeah oh well, no, no all, they, they leave that's right they, they go upstairs and then they leave one guy with a gun to watch the hostages. Right. And so, they leave the guy right. who doesn't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> the right. guy that's probably the worst person that if you want to keep hostages there. Because Kojak exactly. starts talking to him. He like starts beating him down like, dude, you want to do this? I know you don't want to do this. You want to go to jail? You want to go to jail for your buddy's head? <laughs> you know like, yeah, right? He's like, you, wait, you don't want to do the right thing. You know, let me walk you out of here. So the guy's yeah. like just about to do it. And then the unstable <laughs> combat wearing kid just, like takes a oh, shot yeah. at him. That's right. And it, That's I don't right. think he hits him; he misses or whatever. But then all hell breaks loose. It's like there's a shootout in, in the <laughs> in the store, oh, yeah. and the hostages worked out to their advantage. They were able to escape and go down the the hatch or the hole or right. whatever. But I don't know if Kojak ended up shooting the guy or. I don't know what that guy's fate was, but oh no, 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 he didn't, right? Because uh, Har- Harvey Keitel and the crazy guy came back, yeah, and and Kojak's like, you know, he's like, look, you know, you guys, it's it's over. I'm I'm walking out of here. <laughs> yeah, I got a clip of him. They're like, even. no, yeah. okay, yeah, you play the clip because that. That'll I only got a little him. bit of it, but yeah, basically that's what he's saying. He's like, I don't care, I'm leaving. You run out of cards. Everybody's gone. Everybody but you. Well, cops are no price, remember? Do no good killing me. Wrong. Killing you is going to give me a lot of satisfaction. Will you make up your own mind? Because I'm walking. Now, mind you, I clipped out like six seconds of dead air in between Kaitel's last line and Kojak's because there was a long pause where he like stares at him. He's like, yeah. You do what you got to do because I'm walking. And he doesn't shoot him. Yeah. I'll be honest, though. If it were I, if it were me and I said that, I would probably get shot. <laughs> they would probably, you know, it wouldn't work out that way for me. But yeah. his buddy, the crazy dude, was about to shoot him. Like, Harvey Keitel was letting him walk out because he's like, you know, screw yeah. it. He's right. You know, it's only going to make things worse. But right. the crazy nut guy was like, he was getting ready to pull the trigger <laughs> and then we, you just see the like the the muzzle of the gun go up to the, his head from you know Harvey Keitel puts a gun to his head to like stop him from shooting him. So it's kind of cool, kind of a cool ending. Yeah. So then Kojak walks out. He's carrying the the cop that was shot, and you know Doctor Rush is always like, "Forget about it. He's dead." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Jeez." Yeah, was, <laughs> I'm like, okay, and. Um, Oh, did you notice? So then the the two remaining or the guys walk out. The the guys holding hostages. You know, the cops go in there, and Kaitel like puts his jacket over his head, like he doesn't want people to see him. Right. Which, right. Which I don't know. I'm like, but I don't. Do they show the last guy or did that guy get away? Because they just bring those two out. Yeah, did they the other guy get out. shot. I'm assuming maybe died. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we didn't see that happen, but maybe yeah. he did. Well, and then the uh, old guy tries to go up to Kojak and talk to him about the cop or whatever. And Kojak at first yeah. kind of brushes him off. Like, 
well, whatever, I got to get out of here. Got to, you know. But then it's like, hey, want to go get some coffee? <laughs> yeah. So then they go have coffee together. And uh, yeah. not, not that anyone would need his, like, testimony or anything, you know. You could just walk away from a hostage situation. <laughs> right. But then uh, Kojak says something. You know, the guy says something, and Kojak's like, he's like, I'm more worried about all the damn paperwork I got to do for this. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I guess that's a lot of things. I so, guess that's a lot so of if that probably. if that dude was in his like late fifties, tell you some. Well, no, he was in like he was in his early sixties, huh? Okay, yeah. Tell Telly Savalas must have been like twenty five because if everyone looks like they're twenty <laughs> years older than they are. Well, Telly Savalas didn't look look exactly young either, but he looked no, better no, than he them. Didn't, but yeah. And did did you? I don't know if you happen to see, but I I put a picture up of uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Of him, if I'm in a People magazine with his shirt off and a, like a gold medallion on, and then I found this picture. <laughs> I found this picture of Vin Diesel, like over a railing. He's kind of not all ripped. He's kind of all doughy. I'm like, here's the reboot opportunity right here. Throw Vin yeah, Diesel. Yeah, really. <laughs> now let me ask you because I, both I really have the remember. mumbly voice, but huh? But was Telly Savalas like? Was he like a? Was he like a ladies' man? Like, was he, was he, what do you call, I don't know, what, I'm trying to think of the term. A ladies' man? You know, like, would he have been in, like, people's, you know. A sexiest man? Honest, I don't think they did that. Yeah, back sorry, then. that's what I was looking for. I don't think they for. did the sexiest yeah. man yet. But I was mean, he, he, or was that like have. a, was that like a self, you know, self named title that he gave himself? Like, did people think he was as sexy as he did? I think, I, I don't know. I think he, you know, I think he did pretty good, yeah. Yeah, well, good for him. Oh, I did not know he was Jennifer Aniston's godfather. Neither did I. Huh? A little trivia fact. Here's here's some other little facts about him. He was in the military. Yeah, the Army. I saw that. Uh-huh. He's he, World War Two. Yeah. Purple Heart, uh, American Defense Service Medal, American Campaign Medal, European African Middle Eastern Campaign Medal. World War II victory medal. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize all that. And he's got his own website. He was also a spokesperson. (laughs) That's the only thing I remember before is the Players Club card. Remember the Players Club card? Oh, vaguely. You get discounts and all the great hotels. So when I was looking for stuff, I thought there was one with, cause we were talking a lot about Phil Hartman at work today about all the different things. I thought Phil Hartman did a thing of him, but I think I was getting it confused. Cause there was a Jim Carrey thing where he did a players club thing on in living color. I got a little clip of it here. Hopefully you could hear this. Cause this was kind of quiet. Hold on. Do you enjoy the fabulous resort cities, Atlantic City, Las Vegas, Reno, Lake Tahoe? Do you have as much free time as I do? Then what are you waiting on? Get yourself a Players Club. You'll receive up to 110% off on shows, rooms, and meals. With the Players Club, you'll get VIP treatment, baby. (laughs) And the thing was with that, and I forgot about it until I saw it. It was actually a club. It was the players' club. So like he went to uh, like the next scene. He goes to like uh uh like the front desk. He's like, 
I'd like a room, your best room with a hot tub. He's like, I'm sorry, sir. We're all booked up. And he like beats the shit out of him with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. But so, yeah. I mean, I thought this don't don't. I I know I was like laughing at stuff, but some of it is just so perfectly seventies, and I and I mean that in like the best way. The seventies yeah, were the yeah. best and weirdest time because there was just so many just weird things going on TV show, and it just like was so perfect. Like I follow one, uh, well, I follow a lot of stuff on Twitter, but <laughs> there's one it's called like Super Seventies Sports, and they'll like post like you know, baseball cards and just weird shit from back then. You're like, this guy was an athlete. <laughs> He's like got a beer belt. Like remember some of those pictures? There's still some now. But yeah, some of those yeah. baseball players back in the day, <laughs> like, he'd be like drunk in the dugout. Like, oh, I got to go pitch. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So, That's yeah. Awesome. No, I, I thoughtly enjoyed this episode. Was I did it too. all for the was, right reasons? Was actually, I don't know, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know. I think it was like watching it and having the mindset that this was from the seventies. It was a good show. Like that was a good episode. You know, there was a lot right. going on. Yeah, definitely. Constantly moving. So I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a lot of it cracked me up, but it and like again in all the best ways. I mean, I I totally recommend watching it. But you just got to go in the mindset like that. It is not twenty twenties when you watch this. You got to realize the right. time, like. You know, your son, you said, was walking by. He'd be like, Dad, this is weird and dumb. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, that's why kids today don't want, you know, it's there's not a. Right. And know, it's the same I, thing like, yeah. you know, when your parents try to get you to watch shit, like from like the 30s. Like, this is yeah, dumb. Yeah. Why like, do they yeah, all no, talk like this in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so obvious they're acting, you know? Right. <laughs> exactly. Acting. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I recommend Siege of Terror. Se- right? Siege of Terror? Terror uh, Siege? Yeah, Siege of Terror. Siege of, ter- like Siege of Terror. And then, you know, to unwind after this stressful episode, I would listen to a little Telly Savalas music <laughs> song. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of his... I don't know if he has a full album um, available. Um, it's going actually, on my playlist, though. Is it? You, gonna, you know what we need? We need to put together a playlist. We actually probably I, I should know. have a Spotify. We should, because we've got we've got. There's plenty of singers. There's plenty of, like. We've got the Hoff. We've got uh, uh, Lee Majors. Um, I think both I of the Duke boys put, put something See, out. See, and the Lee Majors thing is exactly the reason why these guys all did spoken word things. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, did you see what Lee Majors did? I don't want to do that. Did you hear that song? Did you hear what he did? (laughs) Oh, and speaking of 70s music, um, I need to bring something up that someone pointed out. I was watching a a video online of of a guitar guy. Not not our friend Jake Lizio, by the way, who's got a new thing coming out, right? Uh, A new course. Yeah, he's working on a new course. A a new uh, Um, rhythm guitar course. Yeah. Um, but the, this was a different guy, uh, that I watched, but <laughs> he was talking about, he's like, how is this Osmond's album? Like the Osmond's, the Osmond's Osmond's, how is this one of yeah. the best things I've heard in a while? And there is an album you guys 
I'm not going to try to play anything. Actually, I don't think I can. I don't know if I can play anything live on here if it'll work. But it's it's not what you would expect from um, the Osmonds. Like, because you think of the Osmonds, you think like Puppy Love, like that song that he sang, right? And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How about this? Okay, it went out recording. They can hear it. <laughs> I forgot okay, you can't. Good. Anyway, so you heard that. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, it's really interesting stuff. It's like someone says, like almost like it's like almost like Zeppelinish in a way. I don't know. It's really, really, yeah. It's it's interesting. Here, I want to try to. I have to check that out. I want to try to send it to you. The album's called Crazy Horses. Um, and it's 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 kind of interesting. I know I tried sending it to you to see if that works. So that's uh back to the seventies music. All right, anything else you cool. want to talk about, Mike, about this episode? No, no, watch it. It's good. Yeah, definitely watch it. It's good. Uh, definitely seventies. And Tali Savalas, <laughs> he was a stud. That's that's all i can say yep can't yeah i i i'm convinced (laughs) definitely all right well uh all right if you know anything else if you guys have anything you want to say about this let us know and uh hit us up on twitter i used to watch this number two in the middle i used to watch this at instagram we're on uh facebook i used to watch this you can find us let us know like uh New Find friend us. Tamara, she sent us a bunch of things. Send us anything you want. We'll talk about whatever. No, right. actually, we won't. But right. if you have something that definitely like or applies to this episode, Kojak-wise, or Telly Savalas, let us know. We want to we hear from you. We'd love to hear it. All right. So for this episode, right. I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. Who loves you, baby? That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.